Hallelujah. So good to be back online with us for our Wednesday meal. I trust that uh, God is speaking to your heart and making sure you are living in that glorious place that you were called to. Hallelujah. Let's worship this King worthy. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord. God Almighty. Holy. Holy. Holy is the Lord. Hallelujah. Mashallah Prasta. Mangradabal Marabasanda. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. God Almighty. Worthy. Worthy. Worthy is the Lamb, Lamb of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Early in the morning my praise shall rise to thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Oh, Makata sopra di vede ruboros de prede belende brodusto. Worthy, 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 Makra terebeste. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy to receive the glory. Worthy to receive the praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Shema brande, brise, foro, dora, kelma, tabarisa, brande. Gromo, zumbre, dibre, di fevende. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, Rapa Prasalamanda. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Brasse prade babarande reboriondo storojondo. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Oh, rapasse brete brende le prefaliende le brosoroto colocosto. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your mercy which has been there for us to show us things in your word. We thank you for Isaiah as it is written there that he broke into your presence and he saw things that made him say I'm a man of unclean lips in the midst of an unclean people. And you touched his lips with the holy coals and the tongs 
that came from the angel Hallelujah, Lord. And you said, who will go for us? From that place of your throne and your reality, Lord. We worship you. 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 What was it that he saw? What was it that made him say such things? La prasta fravala reyente. Rucosa brante mende rusa brada via. Father God, we thank you that you're still calling for people to go. Who will go? Who will go? Who will go for us? Mambra di casa pranda brapa la pravedo rucosebre diste presce. Who will speak on our behalf? Rasha Kasta. Who will represent us? Ora Kasta Branda Rapadika Russo Krusto Frafalide Bora Kosto. Ora Pazde Brebidoshta Branda Rabariante. And you touch our lips with your fire. Se protoko prosile prapala jabra kastaya. Hallelujah, Lord. You equip us to speak. Refete prelebre kepele diente. We worship you. We worship you in the midst of that glory. Hallelujah. Where the smoke and the glory cloud filled. And the whole place resounding with your glory, with your sound, with your honor. Separate peperazi and your thunders. Your lightnings. Le prusto prapavra vevete prasuto prasamba la jambre stefeli de brusto. And the doorpost moved, Bresete Prasudo Brabala Prefediente. And the angels cried one to another, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We worship you. The whole earth shall be filled, and the whole earth is filled with your glory. We bless you for the privilege of serving you today. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. For life and breath and all things. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We worship your holy name. We worship your holy name. We worship your holy name. You're worthy. We thank you. We bless you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The awesome God we serve. Hallelujah. I thank God for the team and for the ability to come and record and bring all these things out. Those of us who are doing the praise and worship and Anything that you are doing as service unto the Lord, I want to thank God for each one of you. Hallelujah. We live in strange times, and just to be able to do these things is such a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God.
praise the Lord Jesus. We'll start off from that uh, initial line that we've been thinking about for a few um, maybe weeks over in 2 Corinthians 13 and the fifth verse there it says examine yourselves whether you be in the faith prove your own selves know you not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates hallelujah Hmm. very interesting let's uh, hear this also in Canada and then we'll go ahead ನಂಬಿಕೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಇದ್ದೀರೋ ಏನೋ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನೀವೇ ಪರೀಕ್ಷಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನೀವೇ ಪರಿಶೋಧಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ನೀವು ಭ್ರಷ್ಟರಲ್ಲದಿದ್ದರೆ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿದ್ದಾನೆಂದು ನಿಮ್ಮಷ್ಟಕ್ಕೆ ನೀವೇ ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲವೋ ಗ್ಲೋರಿ ಟು ಗಾಡ್ ಸೊ ಹೀಸ್ ಟೆಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಏಬಲ್ ಬಿ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಚೆಕ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸಿ ವೆದರ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಅಪ್ರೂವ್ಡ್ ಅಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟಬಲ್ ವೆದರ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದ ಟೆಸ್ಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟ್ರಯಲ್ಸ್ ಹಾಲೆಲ್ಯೂಯಾ Hmm, very interesting. Our value uh, within ourselves is based upon what Jesus has done on the inside of us. Our spirit is saved and true. I believe that, that your spirit is locked in and uh, true and just as he is, hallelujah, in this world right now. But there are things about us that are subject to change and have to be changed. developed and improved and we have to check he says with ourselves you know look on the inside and have a realistic idea uh, of how things are inside what we really believe and uh, that's what is going to move our lives praise God so except you are a castaway or someone that is not a um, properly proven and tried and true he says you should be able to find out for yourself so if you're already defiled in your um measurement system or your evaluation system there you should be able to have a general idea of where you are hallelujah so we by the word of god are training ourselves to be able to know where we are actually where we stand what we really believe to know our place uh in this faith walk this life right now but if you you have a messed up internal system you cannot judge yourself properly hallelujah that's what he's also saying there except you be reprobates if you're all right if you're still uh proper and you are judging yourself properly on the inside based on God's way in God's system you should be able to prove and test yourself and check yourself i'll read from the amplified examine test evaluate your own selves to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it test and approve yourselves not christ in brackets it says do you not yourselves realize and know thoroughly by an ever increasing experience that jesus christ is in you unless you are counterfeits disapproved on trial and rejected so notice here that if we have true faith we will know jesus is on the inside of us in our born again spirits 
and therefore we can uh, begin to check and see if we agree from our soul to all of these truths. Praise God. How many of you believe Jesus is inside you? Hallelujah. Why? Because you are actually saved. You are not a counterfeit. You are a true believer. Hallelujah. So you can see there's a lot there that depends on what you believe. Hallelujah. Very interesting. Thank you, Jesus. So rather than being tested and examined by external things, it is better to self-test and examine to see where you really stand and what you really believe. Usually the pressures of life bring out these things. You'll find out whether you really believe what the scriptures say or what the word of God says about us. Praise God. And so uh, during your times of communion, you are invited to examine yourself again, test yourself, judge yourself, so that you can be uh, above the condemnation that the world is going through. Hallelujah. So every believer who is maturing, who is growing, should be able to develop a system or a sense by which they can test themselves, try themselves. See where their soul is. What do they really believe? What are their deep thoughts? Uh, how do their thoughts go? How do they function? And as you mature, you can tell when you're beginning to slip from miles away. Hallelujah. You should be able to pick it up. Something is not right. You're beginning to slip. You're beginning to miss it. Praise God. Are you getting what we're saying here? Think about it. Uh, it may not make too much sense initially, but as you listen to it and ponder about it, you'll find out that as you mature, you can tell where something is beginning. Hallelujah. But if you're dull, you cannot pick that up and you just get you know, yourself in that situation. So we want to be able to uh, pick up things uh, from inside before things appear on the outside. To be able to discern things, hallelujah, by exercise, by practice, and so on. Praise God. And that's what we want to do so we can live in a certain way, in an approved manner that is worthy. Hallelujah. Notice all those kind of thoughts. All right, let's go to another scripture, which uh, was written to the church, but may sound uh, very, how can I say, weighty. <laughs> and you wonder whether they were uh, actually being referred to, whether it was the church that was being talked about or who. Of course, you, you uh, have guessed by now the book of Revelation and the third chapter. How many of you guessed that that's where it was? Yeah. Those of us who guessed, glory to God. Those of us who were wondering, hey, we're still moving along. So he's talking to the churches, seven churches in that area of Asia back there. And these are churches where um, Paul also did major work. And then notice what he says there, um, maybe verse 3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard. Received and heard. Uh, this Sunday we talked about you know the ear and hearing and the body and all of those things which Jesus himself had to experience and hold fast and repent hmm. there's always 
place in God for changing your thinking. There's always place for development. Praise God. Hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. <laughs> and thou shalt not know the hour I will come upon thee. Wow, very interesting. People say you cannot tell the hour, you cannot tell when he's coming. And uh, there's some truth to that, but you can tell the season. But notice he says that you can actually hear, hold fast, change your thinking. You can watch, you can observe things, and you can tell. Otherwise, you could be kind of like taken by surprise. Amen? Hallelujah. As a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Glory to God. Notice the condition. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. Did you notice that? Let's read that in Canada. Amen. I'll read the Amplified. So call to mind the lessons you received. And he and heard continually lay them to your heart. Obey them and repent or change your thinking in case you will not rouse yourselves and keep awake and watch. I will come upon you like a thief and you will not know or suspect at what hour I will come. Praise God. This is very, very interesting. It sounds just like, you know, him coming uh, at a time you do not know and all of that but he's talking to the church here and he's saying that if you do these things of hearing and remembering and continually checking yourself to stay awake and not sleep with the dead hallelujah but awake to righteousness awake to that which is on the inside of your born again spirit watching, keeping alert guess what you can tell. Amen. Think about that. Hallelujah. So there are some very interesting clues uh, in the scripture. I, I used to steer away from certain things, particularly the book of Revelation. But as time passed, I found out more and more that the initial couple of verses, uh, the third into the fourth chapter, is talking to us directly and then going into heaven and our Father's throne in the fourth. Then there are places here and there that do not speak to us actually. Praise God. So thank God you can navigate through and avoid the minefields of a disaster. <laughs> but let's focus a little on verse 4. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Very interesting scripture. Let's hear that in Kannada also. Tamma vastragalannu malina maadi kolladiruva kelavaru sardisinalli saha ninnalli addare. Avaru bili vastragalannu darisikondu nannondige nadeyuvaru. Yakandare avaru yogiragiddare. 
Interesting. So there are names that Jesus has observed in that town, in that place, in Sardis. You could say in Bangalore, there are names. In Kanuru, there are names. In your location, there are names. In that church, there are names which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. You know, praise God. I was asking someone some time ago about, do you think there are certain places in heaven that uh, some believers may not be allowed into or, you know, is there some kind of grade out there? And, and the person said, no, it's all Jesus and his grace. And so, um, you know, how can it be separated like that? Well, praise God, that sounds nice and it is true. We are saved by grace and powerful powerful work that Jesus has done which nobody can do thank God for that he is the Lamb of God but also there is something here where he's talking about the worth of that particular Sardis group of people that there were certain names there that they had weight they had value they were befitting they were meriting something they had a merit Notice that, that they were deserving some thoughts like that. So, even though it's all by grace, there is also something called uh, being worthy or walking in a manner worthy and befitting and, um, you know, having that value for these things. Mm, praise God. And that it has affected their walk and their lifestyle. And he says they have not defiled their garments Praise God. So there must be some garments that he can see that go beyond the terry cotton and the denim. Hallelujah. That he can see and he takes note of them. Praise God. It is in that same chapter. I don't know if we read the fourth yet. Have we? Yeah. We have. Praise God. It's in the same chapter. We may read the 11th verse. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Interesting verse, same chapter. Hold that which you have. Praise God. What's he talking about? Hold on to your houses. Hold on to your, you know, leather or your latest, you know, belt or whatever it is. Hold on, hold fast. No man should take your crown. You can see that it's, it has nothing to do with, you know, natural stuff down <laughs> here. Because the crown, you know, do you have any crown? Can you see any crown? What crown? What is he talking about? So definitely he's talking about things that are more spiritual in nature. That car that you own, it's not eternal. That house that you own, it's not eternal. That meal that you ate... It's definitely not eternal. Hallelujah. Nothing that you see with your eyes down here has e eternal value per se. Praise God. And so this crown and reward and um, benefit that he's talking about is beyond this natural realm. And at the same time, it's possible for someone not to have um, accomplished that for which he would have been decorated that for which he would have received the crown, and then somebody else, you know, who walked along and fulfilled those requirements and did those things, 
may actually take the other person's crown. Praise God. Very interesting thought. Ha ha ha. Let's hear the 11th verse also in Kannada. Ego, Nanu Begane Baruttene, Nina Kiritavanu Yaru Aparisa Dante Ninagiru Vadanu Bigiagi Hididukondiru. Amen. So we are not competing with others. Notice that. This is not trying to say, uh, man, I won't allow anybody else to take my crown, so let's push everybody else out of the way and trip the other person before they take your crown. That's not what we're talking about. You will remember, maybe, if you have heard about Catherine Kuhlman, and uh, uh, sometime she had been pondering about why she was chosen during a time where women were hardly seen behind pulpits, even Maria Woodward Etter, certain women that uh, God used during that time in the early uh, 30s, 40s, and so on, you know, um, they used to wonder why God used them, and uh, God said, because there were no men that he could use. Hallelujah. So what should have gone to some person, a man maybe, who was supposed to do those things, he didn't obey, he didn't come in line, so he looked around and he saw a hungry and a thirsty person, uh, and whether she was male or female didn't matter in the new covenant, praise God, and uh, he used her. How you go. So, praise God. Interesting, isn't it? Hmm, very sober. Wednesdays for sobriety. So if you're into sober, welcome. If you're into drama, <coughs> can try Sunday. Um, hallelujah. Sometimes Sundays can be sober too. But uh, generally, <laughs> hey, we want to do the right thing. Hallelujah. So let's go on and uh, picture a thing or two. So notice these thoughts again. Let's hear Revelation 3, 4 one more time. And let it resound on the inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there's some clothing, there's some vastrams and darishikonda and all that where you wear them and uh, you know you walk and Jesus has your name and he's checking out stuff. What do you say? Amen. I believe that's what it is. It's a close watch over our life, our walk, etc. Our thinking. Hold fast to that which is good. Change your thinking. Make adjustments. Thank God there's always room for adjustments. If your heart is beating and you're still breathing, you can adjust. Say amen. Hallelujah. So we must magnify the fact that adjustment is always possible. Just go for it. Quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read First um, Corinthians 3 as we were reading the other day. First Corinthians 3 about materials and so on. Verse 8. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. So, you know, uh, thank God for church and oversight and all of those things, maybe the church can make available the possibility of different uh, building material choices. It can show you what can be good to build with, what is more precious, etc. 
But the individual who is hearing and listening eventually has the work to do and the reward for choosing the materials and building by the wisdom of God. Amen. So you will be rewarded according to your own labor. Thank God. That's Paul talking to the church. Even though there's a planting and there's a watering, each person is going to receive for themselves according to how they used the materials and their work. Amen. God is a good God, isn't he? For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Same language expanded a little bit more. He's saying there that each person now builds upon the foundation of Jesus and the salvation. Verse 11, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, after you accept Jesus, is what he's talking about. After you have made Jesus your Lord and chosen salvation, your spirit is saved. Thank God for that foundation. Hallelujah. Now, verse 12, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. So you already have Jesus. You already are saved. You already have your salvation. Say amen. It's not trying to get saved here. You already have the foundation. You are already saved. You already have Jesus. Now, does Jesus have you is the next question. Amen. Of course, you are in his hands. What we mean by does Jesus have you is, is, is he actually now uh, in charge of your life? Has he been able to dominate things in your life, in your deep thoughts, in your imaginations, and so on and so forth? You and I know that we have a lot of uh, repenting to do there. Amen. And that's possible. Verse 12. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. So now we decide from motive and choice for what is precious, what is costly, what has more value, what has more eternal value. Amen? That we have to decide. God will help us, of course. Every man's work shall be made manifest. The 13th continues. Every man's work shall be made manifest. So there's going to be a manifestation. Thank God for manifestations on the earth. But you have to be also concerned about this manifestation on that day. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it. So we're getting ready for that day. Because it shall be revealed by fire. Fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Hmm. So there's a trial by fire there. It's a special kind of fire. Verse 14, If any man's work abide or remains, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. So if your work 
you are saved already. Notice that you already have the foundation. You already have Jesus Christ. Now he's talking about your work. If any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. So you could say crowns are based on your work and whether they abide, whether they remain. After the trial by fire, that special fire on that great day that is coming. Hallelujah. If any man's work, verse 15, shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. There is a loss, but he himself shall be saved. So the individual is saved. Say amen to that. And we need to have that as a helmet of salvation. To keep your thinking, to keep your mind. He himself shall be saved, yet as by fire. Hallelujah. Yet as by fire. Thought, you know. Uh, Very interesting. I'm going to read the same thing from another version. And uh, it's, uh, it's worthy of some thinking there just to get it in your pondering. Hallelujah. You know, today you have no lack of different versions of the Bible. You can turn to your right and you'll see Amplified. Turn to your left, you'll see James Taylor. You know, everybody's there. Praise God. I mean, you can just snap your finger and Siri will do all the work. And, uh, you know, Alexa will pick up the version from wherever in the universe it's hidden. And so it's, it's that day we live in. We can always access these things. Praise God. But the point is, do we really have time for that work of accessing and holding on to it, hearing the thing and then checking it out, etc. So that's what it's all about. The Passion Translation, 1 Corinthians 3.15 If his work is consumed by the fire, he will suffer great loss. Notice additions have taken place, great loss. Yet he himself will barely escape destruction like one being rescued out of a burning house. (laughs) That's kind of, you know, hot. Kind of sweaty too. So it could be a hot and sweaty experience when you observe that you had just the ability to run out of the house that was on fire. Amen. Amen. You know, such language is heavy. Apparently, this man was, uh, you know, in the mission fields for many years and he was translating Bibles and, you know, that's the fruit of his labor is the, the translation you have today. So, it has some interesting thoughts. So, the works can be, conf- uh, you know, fired up and consumed, but... You know, you may say, thank God I'm saved. Yes, thank God you're saved. But it looks like there's a kind of slight, um, let's call it a charring effect on your soul, maybe. (laughs) Praise God. On your emotions, your will. Because those things are going to be there. Otherwise, why would somebody be put in hell after they lost their body? There's no point of feeling any fire because you don't have a body anyway. So your soul will be there and those feelings will be there. Those emotions will be there. And just like the uh, rich man and Lazarus, the man felt the flame, the torment in the flame. He said, I'm tormented in this fire. Praise God. Something to think about. So just, just talk about a mild 
toasty feeling. Uh, you came close to the fire. You felt the heat. You know, you felt something like it was kind of burny. Praise God. Being rescued out of a burning house. Hmm, I don't want to think about a burning house and then you and I being inside there and having to wait for someone to rescue us out of it. The house is burning. And the rescuer has come and they say, Are you there? Please, hold on. We're coming. We'll get you. It's kind of uh, creepy. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jesus. I'm not trying to add or take away. I, I want to be real. I want to be, I want to be able to do justice to these verses. But it looks like, If a man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. See, there is a loss there that you seem to have uh, some damage, some suffering, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. He himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. So, uh, let's just say the least about it is that you're going to be embarrassed. Your soul is not going to like it. You're going to have certain level of embarrassment and shame around the soul and it maybe kind of feels like you were burnt. You know, that you lost some things. Praise God. Mm, all right. Maybe we can read, therefore, uh, 13 in Canada and then 15 also. Yavadarinda Katidaru Avanavana Kelasavu Vektavaguvadu, Yakandare Adinavu Binki Yudane Pratyakshavagi, A Kelasavanus Pashtavagi, Torisuvadu, Avanavana Kelasavintado, A Binki Shodisuvadu. Ubbanu Katidu Suttu Hodare Avanigan Ashtavaguvadu, Tanadaro Rakshane Hunduvanu, Adaru Binki Yudaginda Tapisi Kondavana Hagiruvanu. Glory to God. Amen. So these are, you know, biblical scriptures to the church. Jesus said, I know that person, I know those names in Sardis. Uh, I know them, they are worthy. So Jesus has a way of saying, you are worthy. Are you not worthy? Yes. We are all worthy because of the blood and the death and life and the resurrection of Jesus. We have been saved, thank God. Hallelujah. But then I believe he's talking about a conduct, a life, a purpose, a finishing, uh, an accomplishing, a receiving of crowns for what we were supposed to do. See, if we were not supposed to do something, then how could someone else take the crown that we were supposed to have? Because we were supposed to do it in a certain way, with a certain target, and we did not do it, so somebody else came and took it. Or somebody else did that which we were supposed to do. Amen? So how do you know all these things? Well, that's the thing. The Bible is written to us, to the church, to be able to hear and think upon and um, find out and self-check and adjust. Praise God. Let's uh, look at something that happened way long ago in the book of Genesis. Let's go there. And in the very beginning verses of, uh, you know, our existence on the planet, Genesis and the third chapter, uh, no, the fourth, let's go, you know, a little further than the third, even though third is a powerful thing. 
Verse 1 opens with Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. Of course, not talking about exchanging ID cards or give me a phone number. They already went beyond all that. This was knowing in a different way that made, him con- made her conceive. And bear Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. So, praise God. And she bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Verse 3, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. So there's Cain and Abel there, the first family. Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his fruit and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Isn't that interesting? So God has a certain way of uh, regard and value and uh, acknowledgement, praise God, unto one person and that person's offering also and that person's giving and so on. Isn't that interesting? And they're from the same house, from the same womb, They are the first family on the planet. And God has already made a distinction there based on those people and their choices. He said, I have regard unto this man and what he has given. He had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. Very interesting. So you can see this, God has not changed, right? His value systems are still there. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth. So Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Praise God. And the Lord said unto Cain, notice these words, Why are you wroth? Why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou Doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Interesting. What's he saying in verse 7? He's saying, hey, you can adjust, you can make the adjustment, and I will receive. Isn't that what he's saying? Yeah. If you do well, shall you not be accepted? Praise God. If you can make the adjustment, If you can change the attitudes, if you can make a few adjustments, won't I accept you? You see that? But if you go the other way, sin is going to dominate you. Hallelujah. And rule over you. So isn't it better to just make the adjustment? Like real fast. Instead of having a fallen countenance and getting bugged and getting angry and all of that stuff that goes along with Thank God, you know, I can laugh because it's not a laughing matter. Praise God. It's, it's serious stuff. Hallelujah. But God said, even to that first, you know, individual family relationship and strife, he spoke directly. He said, hey, you can adjust this. If you do well, will you not be accepted? There you go. Make some adjustments. Verse 8, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, It came to pass when they were in the fields that Cain rose up against Abel 
his brother and slew him. So definitely he didn't make the adjustment. Praise God. And the first murder was committed. You kill your own brother. How about that? So that spirit is still there and is available. And uh, the Bible talks to believers and says, let's not be like Cain who slew his brother. Because whoever doesn't love his brother is a murderer, it seems. Wow, praise God. So things have gone to that level of heightened um, checks in the spirit realm, in the new covenant. Things have changed to such a level where you hate your brother, you've already murdered him. Whoa, glory to God. Verse 9, And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not, my my brother's keeper. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth out unto me from the ground. Hmm. Glory to God. Voices. Amen. But let's um, see if we can read maybe verse 7, verse 6 and 7 in Canada, and then jump off to Hebrews. Aga kattanu kaina nige, yake kopagundigdi, yake ninna mukavu kadegunditu. Hallelujah. So we um, notice there that, thank God, there is space for adjustment. And God has not changed. He's like, if you make the adjustment, everything will be well, right? Why don't you just adjust? Can you hear that voice speaking again? That's why we read 1 John 1 9. You know, that's why we go to those verses that maybe some people are trying to efface and take away from us, which we have to hold fast to. Because it is good, because it is true. Hallelujah. God has not changed. And He's asking us to call on His mercy and stand before Him and come to Him, approach boldly. Come boldly there and say, forgive me, I sinned, I messed up. That was not right thinking, that was wrong. And you voice it out and he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And then he continues to say, these things have I said or written unto thee that you sin not. He's saying that, don't look at it as a license here, he's saying here, but the truth about it is, these things that are written will make you sin not. Because you become conscious of the righteousness of God and your cleansed position before Him because you confessed that. And He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse, of, uh, cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. The blood of the propitiation for us and for the sins of the whole world. Praise God. We will read that shortly but <clears throat> let's go to Hebrews for a minute and uh, jump back to Hebrews 12 I hope you know this is Bible study so we may be a little boring and just reading scriptures but hallelujah it's about our ears listening holding fast making adjustments that's what it's all about and time has to be spent in the scripture you know the college and the college of IS and all that. Yeah, those jokes, they're real. Hebrews 12. <laughs> Hebrews 12. Notice verse 1. 
Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So, 12 is a result of what happened in 11 and that compassing crowd of witnesses are the ones whose names have been mentioned there whose faith, whose actions have been mentioned and notice that they are not perfect people hallelujah their names are there not because they are perfect but because they made adjustments are you out there today? And that's why the admonition comes to us in the same place saying, because of all that, because you can see that reality, let's lay aside some things. How? By confessing them. That's how you lay them aside. By saying this is wrong. By appreciating that it is wrong in the first place, not just, you know, not even acknowledging it. You have to acknowledge it. You have to appreciate that it is wrong. That it is a sin. And that the other may not be a sin, but it is a hindrance that is stopping me from going properly. That's not allowing me to walk properly. And my garments are getting defiled. And I want to walk in a manner that Jesus will say, you are walking properly. And so, I know you and you will walk with me. Are you getting what we're saying here? So, this sense has to be uh, communicated. Those people were not perfect. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you can uh, think for a minute about, say, uh, one of these people, you know, <laughs> and uh, observe what has happened. We go back to Hebrews 11 and observe, we, we read there, verse 4, about him, about Abel. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Than Cain. Are you getting that there? Observe the idea that there is a more excellent. We are saying that we need to pray about what is excellent, what is a higher value, and then choose the cheapest. No, choose the most precious. Not to just slide by on 30%. Those were days when you went to school and college. Now you've come to a place where your eyes are like open and you're like, wow, this is the real college for the real knowledge. And this is where the exams are like serious and they carry on into eternity forever and ever. And so you've come there with the startled expression Wow, everything is wow, wow, you know, and crowns and all of those things. So here you are looking for things that are more excellent, a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. These are two brothers from the same house. The one brother can actually bring something better. Are you in the same house? Yes, we're in the same house, the same church. We're listening to very same kind of messages. Are you out there? 
than Cain by which he obtained a witness. See that? There is a witness. There's somebody bearing witness with these things who's watching and saying, I saw that. I'm telling you, I have respect towards this. I am concerned with this. I, I am bothered about this and I am excited about it. Amen? He obtained a witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Hallelujah. Praise God. Of course, you know that he was not being uh, saved by his righteous deeds. Never. Praise God. All these were symbols of Jesus. That offering, that life, blood, etc. was all pointing towards Jesus. And so they by faith had seen these things. See, some people saw it. Some just didn't. They were just, duh. That was the difference. So Cain saw some things. Abel saw some things. They both saw and God saw what they saw. And the person who saw properly was declared righteous by faith. Praise God. Are you getting that? It's not just about he gave meat and the other guy gave veggies and all that stuff. It's about what did you really believe when you did it? That's why it came into the faith department here. What was your belief based on? What were you considering? What were you seeing? He must have heard from his father about how God slew the first animal that was killed and shed blood and covered them with that animal uh, hide and uh, the blood covered them and all of that. Otherwise they were, you know, with their own sewed on or sewed on leaves of their own righteousness and self-effort, right? But here he, he understood, okay, the blood, the life, okay, I get it. There's a sacrifice, I see, okay. Things like that he had processed. Amen. Praise God. You say, that's, that's, that's like pulling it too far. Really, this book is about such things. The entire book the whole volume of it is about that sacrifice. And that's what God has respect on too, especially if it is with, in, done in faith with the right values, thinking upon the right thing. Now, let's jump along and consider for a minute another person. Verse 7. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, notice, uh, not seen as yet, not seen as yet, moved with fear. So, you know, it's about foundations, guarantees, and um, how can I say, kata, will, you know, things like that, which uh, is a guarantee. It's a guarantee. So, they had this guarantee, which was foundational, which made them not move, but they were moved by the fear of God, they were not shaken by other things, yet moved with the fear of God is what that means, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Oh, is it the ark that saved him? Well, praise God, uh, the ark was a type of Jesus. Amen. We're talking about two kinds of salvation, aren't we? Not just physical, but also the eternal realm. Saving of his house 
he and his household were saved. Okay. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Again, it's about being declared righteous by faith. In quote, saved. Because he believed in something. That there is an ark that's going to take care of everything. In the natural I see it, but in the spirit realm I see what, is, what he's talking about. He had an appreciation of that, an understanding of that, but it seemed like nonsense to the rest of the world. Right? Hallelujah. You think we should read something and then go back? Maybe, yeah? Alright, let's, let's do that. Let's go to uh, maybe, uh, yeah, Genesis uh, 4 and maybe pick up on the story a little bit, just maybe two verses, and then we'll be back. Back in Genesis. Oh, glory to God. You know, Bible study is totally cool. What do you think? It's really, really cool because you have time to read calmly and not just be distracted too much by all the drama. Hallelujah. Praise God. Genesis 4.4. We read that. Not yet, huh? Shall we hear that in Canada? Genesis 4.4. Hebelanu sahatanna mande inda kubbida chachalada uvalanu tandanu aga kartanu hebelanu avana karnikeyanu gauravisidanu Yeah, maybe we can read it all the way to 7 and then, um, you know, praise God. Adare kainanu avana karnikeyanu atanu gauravisalilla aga kainanu bahu kopagundanu avana mukavu kalegunditu that's such a cute bird. Glory. Let's look at Hebrews 11.4 also in Canada. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so um, back in Hebrews 11, talking about uh, our dear brother, Noah. Hallelujah. And he's part of the cloud of witnesses that we must also consider. Notice Cain, Abel. Wow. These are some interesting characters. One kills his brother. God has spoken to him and said, why don't you adjust? But he says, no, I'll just kill him. He does not back down. And so his anger drives him. His pride drives him. Meanwhile, his brother is a faith man. And he saw Jesus in the whole sacrifice and he was counted as righteous and God respected what he did and even him. Very interesting. All right. Does God respect people? He does. Does God respect what they do? He does. Glory to God. The currency of faith is still the same. And they are not perfect. Hallelujah. They just adjust. And he expected them to adjust. 
Okay, so here we have Noah now. He built this ark. And um, by his faith, things have happened. Um, people have been judged by his faith. If you can believe, then anybody can believe. If that man could believe that there's going to be a flood, and he believed it so much that he built an ark, and you saw him building an ark, and all of these years he was building, and there was not a drop of rain, but he still believed, then you are guilty for not believing. Are you seeing that? So, um, you know, very, very interesting. Uh, we'll pick up the thread again, but let's go off to Genesis to see something in Genesis chapter 9, picking up on uh, Brother Noah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. So they came out of the uh, ark. The flood is over by Genesis 9. And they are saved. And there's not one single person on the planet apart from them. Eight people. Just the gravity of that. Imagine a world just wiped out. Nothing. Except a few birdies that you are introducing and animals that you are introducing. And just to imagine that that's what is happening and you are there and you saw it happening. It's, it's amazing. And lo and behold, you are the only people on the planet. Whew. Scary, but it's true. So he comes out and everything's going along like that. And he goes on there. Verse 20, And, jo and Noah be began to be a husbandman and he planted a vineyard. He became an agri guy and he's planting and he planted and he drank of the wine and was drunken. Not just ordinary a little bit of, you know, joy and all that, but he was so drunk that he un he was uncovered. He became naked in his tent. Now is that a perfect man? Is that does that look like a man who saw the gravity of everything and was just like in awe of God. Yeah, all that happened, but hey, he has flesh. Old Testament flesh, New Testament flesh, they're the same. Praise God. And he got drunk, and things happened, and he pronounced a curse on one of his sons, etc., etc. Are you getting this? So they are not in that, you know, book there because they are perfect, but because they made corrections. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear um, from Genesis 9, 20 and 21. Praise God. Very interesting. Very sobering also. <laughs> So they are not perfect. I mean, then you'll read about David and Abraham. Oh, they were perfect? No, you know they were not perfect. See? So it is about seeing these people and the corrections and their faith and their story and saying, oh, I have to run my race now. It's now my turn. I am in 2021. Let me lay aside these things. Uh, let me just... Make sure that I do what I was supposed to do. Let me look at Jesus who's perfect. Who has compassion on me. Who took 
you know, a body like mine but was perfect, perfect, could be tempted but was perfect, and he, for the joy that was set before him, endured. And so I, I will look to him and receive grace and mercy to go forward. Amen? Think about that. Now, back in Hebrews, uh, the 11th chapter, look at the 4th verse again. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it, notice, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Praise God. The man was murdered. He was dead. But guess what? His faith still speaks. That's the thing about faith. It goes beyond your life. It goes beyond your generation. And it speaks to generations. Can you see that? So what is the, the excellent stuff? What is the stuff that you should begin to consider as precious materials? Faith has to be there. It has to be based on true faith in what Jesus has done, who he is, and the, the emotions and the choices that go with all of that has to be weighed out properly and it has to be done by faith, not by flesh, not by any other reason. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Are you out there today? Let's read the, the fourth verse again in Canada and go on. Praise the Lord. So if you jump off to Hebrews 12 and look at verse 3, you see a major clue there. Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. There's going to be contradiction. There's going to be things coming against you. Consider that Jesus also went through contradictions. Sinners against himself. Notice, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Jesus knows that. guy's tired, man. He's fainted in his mind. Doesn't he know it? Yes. So you go up to him and say, Lord, I'm tired. Whew. Messed up. My mind has already quit. Hallelujah. But Lord, I look to you. You will give me grace and mercy to finish it, to do this thing for this good thing you called me to do. Say amen. <laughs> and that's what he wants, isn't it? He's the perfect one. Nobody else is perfect. Are you out there? You see, look at Paul. Let's go back to Paul there and uh, we will read all this, you know, praise God. I love the, the Bible. I love the gospel. It's good news. It's truly good news. Philippians chapter 3. Look at Paul here. He says in verse 13, Brethren, my friends, my brothers, my brothers, let me let you in on something. I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do. 
forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This man was, I believe, the pinnacle of mature, uh, giantly Christian life next to Jesus. That's my personal take on the matter. But he said, brothers, listen. I'm telling you, I have not arrived. I have not apprehended. I have not achieved. But I learned one thing, that you always have to let the past go. You have to be able to be forgiven, receive the mercy in the blood, and go forward. Are you out there? Praise God. So this is Jesus letting us know. Verse 15 says, Let us therefore as many as be perfect or mature be thus minded. You must have this kind of thinking if you are going to mature. And if you are maturing. And if in any other, if in anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. In other words, we are walking by certain rules, by certain uh, commands, but it's, it is grace and faith. It is the mercy of God that's propelling us forward. We are constantly bugged by things that have happened, but we have to let it go, and we have to go forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Maybe we can read uh, 13 and 14 here first and then move on. Sahodarare, Nananto Hididukondava Hindu Nananu Enisikoluvadilla, Adare Idom Danu Madutene, Nanu Hindina Vishagalanu Maritu Bitu Mundina Ugalanu Hidiyuvadakagi. Krista Yesuvinali Devara Unnatavada Kariyuvikeya Bahumana Vanu Gurimadi Kondu Uduta Idene. Praise the Lord. Let's go now to 1 John 1. And let's read there uh, the ninth verse. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a powerful thing. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. <laughs> just like that. Wow. Cleansed of all unrighteousness. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You just have to confess it. He's faithful and just. He'll do that. That is his nature. To forgive us our sins. To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hmm. If we say that we have not sinned. If you really want to stand up there and say, I have not sinned. You are fooling yourself. Praise God. We make him a liar. And his word is not in us. You see, I believe the greatest insult to God is to call him a liar. You're a liar. You're not correct. Your word is not true. You are a liar. If God said it, I believe it, that settles it. The integrity of his character is on the line. So don't take sides with anything or anyone but him. Just go rather... God is on my side. God is what I'm trusting. I'm leaning. I'm just resting in his word. Let God be true and every man a liar. 
Hallelujah. That is what we need to choose when we are being judged or examined. Stick with what God said, which is written twice or thrice, particularly in the new covenant. Go with that. Then the next chapter continues. Of course, man divided it into chapter and verse. So you can see, my little children, who is he talking to? Believers. These things write I unto you that you sin not. Little children may sin a bit or sin a lot, right? These people are not that mature. But he said, I write unto you that you sin not. As you mature, you know, you fall once in a while and then you get up and say, what, what? And they say, you fell. Like what, what, what? I just slipped. See, you're not, you're, you're, you're not wanting to lay down there and just flail in the dirt and just lie around there. You want to get up and go, man. In fact, you don't want people to even notice it. Praise God. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Thank God. Jesus Christ, the righteous. Who's the righteous one? He's the righteous one. He's the perfect one. He's our advocate and he gives us his own righteousness. And he says, for that sense of righteousness to be restored, to be secure in the righteousness of God, you have to confess your sins so that it doesn't plague you, so that the past doesn't hold you back, so that you walk in this manner by faith in the righteousness of God. And you finish what you were created to do. Otherwise, you will be hindered and stumped. Verse 2, And he is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also the sins of the world. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. Okay, let me see. Let's navigate. See, the time is just running off. We have like a couple of minutes left, but let's see. God help us. Let's go to, all right. Psalm 33. Always magnify his mercy. He said, come boldly. I am the father of mercies. I'm the God of all comfort. I know what you need. Come to me. Don't run away from me now. Come to me. Look how Psalm 33 opens. It says in verse 1, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. Woo! Praise is comely for the upright. I believe that we should grab some things of praise, praiseworthy things, and bring it before God before the month runs out. Hallelujah. Because there's great glory there when the righteous rejoice. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Your path is a path of life, not death or destruction. That's the way you're going in. Say amen. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Praise the Lord with a harp. Thank God for the, you know, the instruments and those who play them. But you can always just beatbox or, you know, kahoon uh, or whatever you have. Just, you can, you know, praise the Lord with a harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery. With an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Praise God. For the word of the Lord is right. And all his works are done in truth. Hallelujah. He loveth righteousness and justice and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. 
any good thing there, it came from him. The word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. Glory to God. That same word has been given to you. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) The word of the Lord has been given to us. Say amen. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the depths in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the earth stand in awe of him. Don't lose the awe and reverence for God ever. That's the beginning and fountain of all blessings. Hallelujah. For he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. Amen. What a, what a privilege to be able to give ear to that same word. Alive again. Speaking to us. He spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. He still, no matter what it looks like, you know, there's calamity after calamity going on, fires there, earthquakes in the other place, nations are being just depopulated, uh, tyrants are sitting on thrones, but I'm telling you, in the background, it's still in his will. The God who saw Cain and Abel, who knows them very well, he knows how to handle these things. Don't you worry about it. What you can pray, pray. He knows these things. Don't you think that he knows what's going on? And that your prayers are bringing his will into manifestation? And that he has a will actually for all the things that are happening on the earth? And that there is coming a time of judgment and wrath of God upon the earth? They haven't seen anything yet. That you are at the very tail end before all that happens? He is still God. Brings the counsel of the heathen to naught. This is with respect to you. Don't you worry. He makes the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. One day when you go up there, he'll say, I told you. I knew what happened in, you know, with Afghanistan and Kabul. I, I saw the guy falling from that plane. I, I know everything, you know. I, I saw that. It was all in my plan that people must be given a choice and if they don't choose me what can I say in the same house from the two brothers one did the right thing one did not one went on to be a murderer but guess what happened his name is still in the book and God put a mark on that fellow so that others wouldn't kill him Verse 11, the counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. He's thinking about each generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. You are blessed, hallelujah. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. Everything is open. He sees everything. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their heart alike. He considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, 
The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him, upon them that hope in His mercy. Can you see that? Notice, to deliver their soul from death, to keep them alive in famine. Where are we looking? We're looking at His mercy. He's going to keep you. Don't you worry about it. He's going to deliver you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Ha 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 ha. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's not our strength. It's not our ability. It's not our savings. It is not our financial wisdom. Nothing. It is His mercy that we're looking at. Say amen, somebody. <laughs> and guess what? He will deliver them that look to the mercy. He will deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waited for the Lord. He's our help and our shield. Our heart shall rejoice in Him because we have trusted in His holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we have hope in thee. Wow. Mercy, as you are trusting, let there be mercy. As you are trusting, the mercy is coming. As you are trusting, the mercy is coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. Now, let's just see if we can pick, uh, read the whole thing, even in Canada if you can, you know, but today we may not read the whole thing in Canada, but in your house, make sure you read the whole thing. But let's begin to observe 17 and 18 in Canada, and then thank God uh, for um, 19. Yeah. Kudureyu Badratege Vertavagide, Illavetana Adikabaladinda Yaranu Tapisuadilla. Igo, Kartana Kanu Athanige Bayapaduva Vara Meleu, Athana Karune and Eduru Noduva Vara Meleu Ade. Idarinda Avara Pranavanu Maranadinda Bidisi Baragala Dali Avara Jiva Vanu Kapa Dutane. Praise the Lord. Can you see that? Can you see that this is where you are called to, the Father of mercies. He says, come boldly to my throne. You can receive mercy right now. And have grace, help right now, right now for that good thing that you were created for. Hallelujah. So it has to be done not in the energy of our strength at all. He's not impressed by all of that. This guy was so strong, he killed his own brother. But God was not impressed. Eventually, he came to terms and you know, God spared him and kept him on the earth, etc., etc. But what we take away from it is that you don't do things in your strength. You don't do things depending on your own self, but on him. You look to him. You look to his word. You go to his mercy. You go to his grace. And you cry for it. You call for it in prayer. Hallelujah. Now notice, back there in Acts 15 and verse 9, he says, He has put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Notice, it has to be by faith. It has to be by grace. It has to be by believing God. How is your heart purified? By faith. Do you believe that it's purified? Then it's purified. If you don't believe it, it's not. You have to believe in the power of of the mercy, the blood, that when you speak to God about it, your heart will be purified. You have to believe that it is over and you can forget it. Hallelujah. It's all by faith. That's how he wants you to do it, by works of faith. Hallelujah. It is by faith. 
that precious works are done. Let's read that in Kannada and then go off real quick to um, praise God. Maybe Second Peter. Hallelujah. Now look at Second Peter chapter 1. Look at verse 1. We're talking about choosing precious things to build with. Verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained what? Like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. What kind is it? Like precious faith. If you use faith, if you use grace, if you are looking for mercy by faith, it is all precious. If you use your feelings and your emotions, there's nothing precious there. Hallelujah. Can you see the preciousness of faith? Faith is precious. It is good material. It's precious material. It's not cheap. Say amen. Like precious faith with us. What happens? Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So you spend time with knowledge. You spend time studying, praying over the scripture. Grace and peace is multiplied to you. Notice verse 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Ooh, hallelujah. Some of the most glorious verses in the scripture. Verse 4. Whereby are given to us exceeding great precious promises. What is that? Exceeding great precious promises. That is precious stuff. God himself called it that. Why? It is him giving his word to us. It will be like this. I said it. And you take that by faith. And you go with the grace and the mercy of God. Haha. <laughs> and the peace of God. And you just do it like that. In his sight it is precious. Hallelujah. By these you might be partakers of the divine nature. How do you, you already have the nature of God on the inside of you. You have the life of God on the inside of you. But it's in your spirit man. To experience it in your soul, in your thinking, in your daily walk. Is by taking these exceeding great and precious promises. And acting on it. Believing it. Praying over it. Actively putting it to work. Acting out upon these precious promises. Saying amen to it. And walking it out and when you stumble by faith again you go to the blood you go to the throne by faith again you receive mercy you receive cleansing by faith you receive grace and then you go forward hallelujah you see the man who wrote this was Peter tell me was he perfect I think he was one of those guys that would be weeping if he told you how many times he denied Jesus and afterwards, was he perfect? Well, no. You could tell as you read your Bible that he was stuck somewhere in the fear of man. Did he have all the revelation? No. He said the things that Paul says, I don't understand. So if you're having trouble understanding Paul, praise God. But hey, 
one of these days there will be no more Bible. You will be with Jesus face to face. Why don't we try, if we can understand these things, walk in a certain way and get rewarded for it and not feel any scathing, fiery feelings. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, he talks about all these things and then he comes to one point where he says, verse 8, If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful, in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And that wherefore, verse 10, rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He said it is a real kingdom and it is a real entrance and it is so abundant that I decided one thing, verse 12, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Always I will try to remind you of these things though you know them. This is written to people who say I know that. He said, I'm going to remind you again because that entrance and that glory and that the whole setting there is so awesome. I know what I'm talking about. I, I can see these things so clearly. I'm going to make sure I put you in remembrance of them again. Always. Always. Notice that. Though you know them and be established in this present truth. What concerns this dispensation? You may know it. You may know a bit. Verse 13. Yea, I think it meet, this is the depth of which he saw it, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. He says, I decided that as long as I'm alive in this body here, I want to stir you up. I want you to be stirred up, fired up about this truth, reminding you about these things, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. He said, I'm going to die. God told me about it. It's all perfect. No problem. Jesus told, told me about it. He says, after that, guess what? 15, I will endeavor, after passing away, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease, after I've gone even. He has some connections in heaven. What do you say? He, he has come in contact with some ways of making this possible. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said it, right? He has done it. He has committed it to faithful men. And it has come to you. <laughs> that, oh man, this thing just gets better and better. There's more, but we have to park. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. We have not followed cunningly devised fables, lies, and legends when we declared unto you the coming of our Lord. But we're eyewitnesses of his majesty. Glory to God. He received from God the Father honor and glory. There came a voice on that mountain. This is my beloved son 
in whom I am well pleased. Can he certify a son? He can. Does he bear witness with his sons? He does. Praise God. Let's follow. Let's follow. It doesn't matter. They have paid a big price to bring this to us. We will continue with these kind of thoughts next week also. Praise God. I believe you have enough to pray about, think about. His mercy is awesome and he loves you. Praise God. Shall we worship him? Praselito Korazea. Membrelevito Korazabaranda. Refrevisto Bradacasta. Menge Distocrofa. Lemonde. Cribati. Licresitia. Zendralisto Brudacranda. Oh, Hamazanda Rabire do Crudo Bobrodo, Fravavanda, Lebrusto, we come boldly to your throne, the throne of mercy, the throne of grace, Lepruste Probalma, Brandadisto, Brete Brefevito Kubelanda, and we take your precious promises, exceeding great and precious promises. We come with like precious faith, Rupus we take your word just with that reality that it is you yourself, Presepido Crudolo, the one who paid for us with his own life, Brazanda, the perfect Lamb of God, the one who has become the great shepherd of the sheep. Ha ha ha, we bless you. Bras de brute frefi vide lambradia. Oh, Holy One, Brala Casta, Mina Cando, Limotoco Repele Christi, Menta Casa, that these things will translate into our daily life, that these things will translate into our thinking. These things will translate into our choices. In the name of Jesus, Brada Calmo, Repedingro, Mengete, Pravala, Bieste. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We look forward to your coming. We look forward to the crowning day. We look forward to the day of receiving. Hallelujah. That abundant entrance. Haha, we worship you. We worship you. Strengthen your people today in Jesus' name. Quicken them today in Jesus' name. Let the mercy of God flood our souls right now in Jesus' name. May we be aware of you speaking for us, praying for us right now. Hallelujah. May we affect our generation the way we ought to by simple childlike faith. Thank you, Lord. Trusting in the precious promises. Hallelujah. Like precious faith. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive your mercy right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry we could not read certain scriptures all the way, but you got some idea how much time we need to spend studying these things. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. Praise God. If you like to give, this is a great opportunity. Let's do so and expect the reward. The God who rewards us, He is faithful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're the God who delivers us in the time of famine. Our God shall supply all your need, physical, material, financial, emotional, every need, according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, the angels work with you. The earth produce for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. You are blessed.